Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, I received an email. I received uh, huge numbers of emails. But here's one that I thought would bless you. And it says this. Hello, Bruce. I'm sending you this email through my tears. You have brought me back to Christ. And I know that God is working miracles every time you speak. I'm not a Catholic. And I've been born again a very long time. Yet up until the past year, I was lost in the wilderness. I happened to cross the Catholic guy channel surfing one night. Such a catchy name. And I was intrigued as to what this guy was about. Now here I am and still in tears because I get that God is good. You have seared that little phrase into my psyche. I received, as I say, huge numbers of emails. And to everybody who sends them, they're always so encouraging to me. They, they give me such great insight as to where people are. But the truth is, I didn't do that. That was done by our faith builders. That was done by the men and women who make it possible for me to stand here day after day, week after week, year after year. The people who have walked with us and are walking with us, people who give monthly, people who give from time to time. And I just wanted to say thank you to you. You have no idea what you are doing. The scripture tells us that one day we will get to heaven and when we do, all will be revealed. And when you get to heaven, because of what you've done, by your little contribution, uh, big or small from wherever you are around the world, you will have touched the lives of countless numbers of people and they will be credited to your account in heaven. It's remarkable to think that way, but all will be revealed in time. I just wanted to say thank you to all of you. Well, I want to go on as we're in this series called Knowing Jesus and let's go straight to the scriptures to Luke chapter 10, a passage that maybe some of us have heard before and I've been reflecting on lately and I pray that it is a deep blessing to you. Chapter 10 verse 38 and it says this, Now as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha. You're so worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. One day Jesus visits Martha and Mary. And Martha invites him in. And, and, but Mary sits at his feet and Mary listens. Martha was kind of all in a tither running around. Who knows what she was doing? Maybe she was getting ready the food. Maybe she was cleaning up around the place. She was busy. And all of a sudden she realizes that Mary's just sitting down listening to Jesus. And she's running around in the other room getting everything ready and racing around the house. And she comes to Jesus and says, Jesus, this isn't fair. This isn't fair. Can't, can't you see that I'm doing all the work here and my sister's just sitting here? And Jesus turns to Martha. He says, Martha, Martha, Mary's chosen the better thing. Mary's chosen. Don't, don't get so busy about all the things you are. Martha, Martha, you're worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Martha, Mary has chosen the better path, which will not be taken away from her. No, he says, I'm not going to tell her to get up 
and to help. Now, there are people who immediately, when they read this passage of Scripture, they react and say, but there's always things to do. And you've got to have people who do things. And that's true. There is. But Jesus is making a broader point. You only get the opportunity to spend time with me because I'm not here often, Martha. I'm here sometimes, not all the time. When I travel to different cities and do events, I have a rule at our event that sometimes drives people mad. And it's this. It's when the event is on, there's not to be anybody outside. Uh, Not anybody running around doing the organising behind the scenes whilst everybody's inside listening to the messages, listening to what's happening. And the reason is, is because I know you need organisation, but we have to be organised enough to get that done before, is that I've gone to a number of different cities, met beautifully good people who want to help, and then they spend all their time outside making sure it's good for everybody else. And then they say to me afterwards, I missed it. I didn't experience it at all. I don't know what happened. And I spent these weeks, these months, getting ready for you to come. Sometimes I I get booked to go somewhere and it can be 18 months, you know, nearly nearly two years sometimes I've had been booked ahead to go somewhere, to speak somewhere. And people get all ready and then when I get there, they don't get get in the room because they're so busy. And so I've got a rule, you've got to be in the room. You know, the, the, the thing that this scripture tells us, that Jesus is making a point, is you have to make a priority to put Jesus in your life. I'm enormously busy. I arrived here at, the, at our ministry center this morning at 6 a.m. And I live about half an hour away from here. And so I've been going for quite a, quite a while now. And um, I'm busy. And I'm busy like lots of other people. I know many other people who, who are like that too. Uh, you drive on the roads and there are many people already up and out at them early in the morning and busy. And sometimes in the busyness of everything, I can feel the one thing that I feel is flexible and I can give time from is I can take my time from Jesus. I can take my time from prayer. I can stop and go, well, this is urgent to deal with and that's important to do. And the thing that I've found is I can do that day after day after day after day. And before I know it, I'm not spending time with Jesus because I'm so busy being busy about very good things. Now, do we need to be organized? Yes. Do we need organizing people? Yes. Um, you know, God's called you to go out into, to look after your family. He's called you to go out to, into places of work and to study and to do all the things that he's asked of us to do in our lives, to, to hang out with our friends, to contribute and volunteer in the way we do and the things we do. All important, extremely important that need your gift and talent. But Jesus is saying, choose the better thing. Choose to organize yourself to spend time with me. If you need to get up 15 minutes earlier a day to have that 15 minutes of prayer time, do so. If you need to stay up 15 minutes later, do so. If you need to have that prayer time in your lunch time and make a decision, you're not gonna read that magazine, you're not gonna go uh, out with, the, uh, out with the, uh, the, your friends at lunchtime. You know, having your time with God is critically important. You won't know Jesus unless you spend time with him. And here's Martha. Look at the story again. Martha welcomed him into her home. Martha said, oh, come in. Um, but But Martha was distracted. 
by her many tasks. So she came in and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Because in verse 39, it says, she had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. Verse 41, but the Lord answered, Martha, Martha, you're worried and distracted by many things because there are many things to do. There's no need. Uh, There is need of only one thing right now. Mary's chosen the better part, which will be not taken away from her. I want to say to you today, there are many important things you're doing, looking after your family, the work you do, etc. Make time for Jesus. Make Jesus the priority in your life. It will transform your life and everything else will be done with greater insight, greater wisdom, greater peace, greater strength and greater direction because the power of the Holy Spirit will rest upon you even more. To try and live life without your time with God uh, because you're busy, because you've got a good heart, robs everybody else of who you fully can be because you will never be fully who you can be unless you're living in Christ and in Him completely by spending time with Him all the time. So much I could say about that. Hey, God bless you. And I pray that the Lord blesses you abundantly. Loving Father, I ask right now in Jesus' name that Lord God, there's so many important things to do. Allow us to hear your voice, to hear you and to know you and to experience you, Lord God, and to put you first as a priority in our life. Lord God, among the many other priorities we've got that are all important, but when we make you first, and Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, God bless you, everybody. That's a message that I was taught by my mentors many years ago. You can be busy with many, many, many good things, but be busy with the most important thing first. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Don't forget wherever you are, God's never, ever far from you.